Excelsior, dear listeners. Going off with RC and Muse as they follow our favorite webhead on a hip hop musical extravaganza. And we've got two album requests. That's right. And we were just talking about this before we got started, but we got another Discord request. That's right. This time coming from uh, my Patreon Discord. And uh, yeah. if you would like to make this a uh, recurring thing, you know, you can uh, be one of the contributors to that Patreon and uh, be another one of the people who really wants to specifically request uh albums of uh soundtracks very specifically (laughs) it is weird that we are two for two in that but that's just the way it goes but we're gonna start with ya boys requested by ben calling it is the underachievers with indigoism Interestingly enough, their name, mm-hmm. Underachievers, the, the, I would venture to say does not suit them. As no. When I started listening to this, it was just like, off the bat, like track one is like, alright, first things first, let's start this rap shit. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I've never heard a colder open <laughs> to an album than seriously, it's not even one second in. I haven't even had a chance to get a taste of what the beat sounds like yet. First things first, let me lay it down. They are almost overachievers. I'm not going to say to their detriment. No. But I I will put it this way. We uh, took the notes on this to review it last week. And because of life, we decided to take last week off, gather ourselves, and uh, with a bit clearer heads, and do it this week. So I haven't listened to this Underachiever album uh, since then. And I haven't exactly wanted to. Mm. And let me explain. I ranked just about every song on this album pretty favorably. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I rated anything lower than a, let me check, nothing lower than a three. And even then, there were only a couple of those. Um, uh, they're very competent. Um, but I didn't enjoy it if that makes sense i've been watching a lot of wrestling reviews lately and i would equate this album to it's a couple high flyers and they're super energetic they're flying all over the place they're bumping their asses off they're putting on an amazing show and then it's over and then you're like cool i don't remember much about that I remember it was cool. Who was who exactly? <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't remember hardly anything about this album after a week. Nothing really stuck to me, per se. Um, so I tried to I tried to do a little re-familiarizing re- with it so I wouldn't be completely, you know, showing up to class without my homework. But I got a level with y'all. Like... I had little to no motivation to re-listen to this album, just because, I don't know, man, like, it's hard to put into words why, I guess. You're so right, like, they are competent artists, right? They are, you know, competent guys, but yeah, like, 
I do find it like overall, it is a it is a solid groove, and I fit. I found that as the tracks went on later, and they got more into the metaphysical aspects of you know what they're rapping about, at least in 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 aesthetics, like in terms of like whoa, they're just giving you really cool like otherworldly feeling imagery and shit. You know, I was enjoying it, but yeah, I did find myself being like, but. What tracks do I remember? Like, if I listen back to them, I could definitely have the moment of, oh, that song's good because of that, that song's good because of that. But if I, like, you know, blindfolded myself, I mean, not blindfolded myself, but if I just, like, you know, went an hour and then came back and said, all right, now look at a track name and remember which one it is. <laughs> like, I don't think I could do that, you know? Like, I think I liked no. her Herb Shuttles, but I can't oh, exactly yeah. remember which one that was, you know? Was this... A mixtape or an official release? I don't know. I, I it's like it felt like it was um um Flatbush Zombies. Yeah, it's a very similar they are from feel. The, yeah, from that same scene. Yeah, like very lyrical. I think they dudes. even shout out Flatbush Zombies once or twice on the album. Yeah, really cryptic, dark beats. But there is that sense of just like this is like very talented stuff. But yeah, there's like it's nothing's poking out at me. You know what I mean? And that feels so weird for guys who are like. Like you said, they're not slouches, they're not lazy, it's just, maybe just the production needed a bigger punch, but, but like I said, as I go through tracks, I do remember, like, oh yeah, there's one or two tracks where, like, um, uh, New New York that had that epic rock rap beat to it, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, so it's not like it wasn't bringing some heat, but it just wasn't like, yo, stop the presses, you gotta hear track three, you know? Now, I do want to give this album props. Like, I did feel like this was... Remember when we listened to Absol and we were like, what? This wasn't what we thought it was. This is what I feel like I thought Absol should have been, right? Where it's a lot more directly, you know, alluding to and making a bigger deal about the metaphysical aspects of things. That is what I enjoyed, especially later on in the album. But in that same way that... While I can also recognize that Absol is a talented dude, and there are some tracks that you can hear when he's featured that are like, oh, this guy's undeniably, like, got skill. Like, I could never say, hmm, I'm bored, let me throw on an Absol album, because it's just like, I just don't have, I just can't make that connection with his music on that level. The reason I ask if this was an album, like an official release or a mixtape, is because I got big mixtape vibes in yeah. how there were certain things they would say that would come up a lot like phrases Herb and shuttles and I feel like you can get away with that on a mixtape but you gotta you kind of gotta bring some different shit because a lot of these songs did end up feeling samey in how they were repeating a lot of the same uh thoughts phrases especially for the first half of the album it feels very much like a uh Every track is us proving ourselves and not necessarily making a song that's wholly different from the last experience so that it's worth going from one track to the next. You know what I mean? And it's weird, man. It's like a double-edged sword where, yeah, this is like the big thing that's going to get everyone's attention. This is your big, hey, everybody, look at us. Look what we can do. Fucking Stuart moment. But I don't like those where it's like, I'm going to show you. Like, you know, there's so many albums that we listen to where, like, the first track is like, now I'm going to speed rap just to show you I can do it. And it's like just doing all these things trying to get your attention. And it's like, just make a good song. Like, you don't need to fucking, you don't need to do all that shit to, like, impress me. That doesn't impress me. Just do, just have a cool song. And I know this came out like seven eight years ago at this point so you can't really blame them too too much 
but I want to say even by 2013, the beats in the production sounded dated. You know what it is? Maybe it's because it's going for a more underground thing, and, and I can be more forgiving for that. Oh, when I think of dating, yeah. I think of, like, a Nicki Minaj album's production. Have you ever, like, gone back and listened to one of the... <laughs> like, the first song on Nicki Minaj's album is so, like, super loud, like, you know, the fucking Loud Wars production thing where, like, they're just making the synths as buzzy and loud as possible. It's oh like, my they God. need this to hit the clubs. And it's just like, I thought she was supposed to be this lyrical, like, MC rapper. Like, what the fuck? Like, they were so clearly trying to push for that. And that immediately sounds dated to me. You know, like stuff like Kesha's TikTok and stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of forgot, because it has been a minute, that, yeah, back in 2013, being underground and kind of sounding throwbacky was like cheat code. Oh, of course. Because it's like, oh, well, that's the signifier that this guy has the respect of the, you know? His songs don't sound like Lil Wayne, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little more highbrow than that. And I really do hate when they do the pat themselves on the back for being conscious bullshit. <laughs> that gets on my nerves really bad. And they do that a lot. So it's like, it's like oh, look at us, we're doing something different. Like, I, I just do something different. That's how I felt about Absol's albums. Like, I'm gonna rap about super hyper conscious shit. And it's like, but actually do it though. But, but, yeah, but quit telling me you're gonna. Yeah, but with this, I felt like later on in the album, we actually do get splashes of it. And so th there was that feeling of like, okay, I actually did get a sense of payoff though. You know what I mean? You've brought it up a few times now about how, like, the second half, the second half. Because this album is an hour, yeah. by the time I got to the second half, I was so over their shtick. Yeah. Like, I was kind of getting bored with them because they weren't doing anything different. They kept focusing on drugs all the time. Like, I, that was something I noticed. Like, so it's like for this band that um, I thought was going to be next level uh, Flatbush Zombies. Yeah, they didn't really rise above it until about halfway through the album. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm looking at these lyrics. It's all about rolling up, floating up, that LSD, that potent drug. Like, it's all about, like, we're going to get so high, you guys. But it's just, like, it's just taking slightly too long for the shit to kick in, you know, before we get to the metaphysical shit. You know what I mean? And so, like, they had to stall for time, you know? <laughs> I highlighted a couple parts that just came off as awkward mm. and they actually came back to back uh track 14 and track 15 oh my god is what i think you're gonna say <laughs> the well maybe uh the madi am i pronouncing that right i think so yeah m-a-h-d-i that sample um, the souls of mischief 93 till infinity i actually thought that was kind of that was kind of a cool flip but i'm guided by the light no shine soldier of the father but i ain't no christian underachievers make believers out of heathens, portraying legends, not greatest presence up in heaven. Oh, oh that line, I'm up in heaven. Yeah, with I was like, heathens? Uh, like, with heavy? Like, uh, alright, no, that, that's too much. <laughs> you can do it once. Take it back. You tried Take it, it twice. <laughs> no, I think the one you're thinking about is on... Mm. Uh, Leopard Shepherd, Leopard my friend. Shepherd. I'm Johnny Blaze. See me puffing my haze, okay? I'm legendary. The book of Eli resides inside me. You'll never drop me. The light gods, we like John Gotti. I'm on my Brent Solomon. Respect to God on top me. Go kamikaze. Misunderstood like fucking Nazis. All right? 
I had to pull up on Genius. I was like, okay, there better be a fucking explanation to that. And I, I'm just gonna let you tell me if uh, okay. if this if this works for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Can we all agree? Which is never a great way to start. A, oh, this a, is what he point. said. This is what he said to defend the line on Tumblr. Yes. Can we all agree that this life is really based on per, on perspectives when it comes to reasoning what is what what is right and wrong? How many people do not like pot, psychedelics, new age stuff, etc., things mm. prevalent in our generation? Mm. And what we draw as our defense were misunderstood, correct? So is it not safe to say, again, I'll let you decide if it's safe to say, though we all know it was morally wrong by all human standards that technically... The Nazis were misunderstood from their perspective? I am in no way, shape, or form an advocate for anything that the, that, that the regime stood for, but <laughs> I can find some, parentheses, and a very small, close parentheses, middle ground in our movement, and that is one thing. We are both misunderstood you didn't explain how the nazis were misunderstood how by who for what that doesn't cut it that doesn't fly dude i feel like this answer because i assume someone asked him hey what the fuck was up with that and he felt like he had to you know back it up with something that he thought sounded uh, thoughtful that halfway through the explanation should have been so is it safe to say Though we all know it was morally wrong, but all human standards... Can, can we just go back and, like, take it out? Can, can we just take... Because the more I think about it, I, I'm, I'm going really way out of my way to try to rationalize one fucking lyric. It, does it even really need to be there? Can we just go back and digitally remove it, replace it with something else, maybe? To try to... This about. Uh, I, I think what he's trying to say, right, if we're to be charitable, <laughs> is that, like, yeah. hey, maybe if we all talk to each other, we can see that, like, oh, wow, you know, I was wrong to be racist. Uh, you, know, like, you know, like, maybe Why didn't anyone try like, to talk to the Nazis? But it's just like. This just is, talk to them. This is, like, the, the worst way of phrasing it. Damn and the it. worst way no. of, like, putting it. Why, as a rap group, are you trying to compare yourselves to how misunderstood the Nazis were. Who's misunderstanding you that much? On a very basic level, it's like, I think we understand enough about the Nazi mentality. (laughs) I think we understand (laughs) enough about y'all. Like, why are you trying to make itself sound like you're so fucking abstract? Like, man, people just don't get us. What is there to really get, man? Like, it's not that fucking deep. Like you said, like, yeah, the first seven tracks are just mainly about doing weed and LSD. (laughs) Man, if they just talked to us about the drugs we use, then they'd understand. I don't fucking care, dude. Mm -hmm. And I hate that it's the second to last track because 
it really does kind of put a damper on. Oh, it's it like, sours wow. it, right? Because you these guys, you're, you're kind of giving them the bit of the doubt, like because you're maybe kind of floating in this headspace. Whoa, like they're, you know, giving me all these lyrics about your soul is lighting indigo and you know astral plane and all this sort of stuff. Oh, I'm yeah. feeling it, and we're misunderstood like Nazis are. Uh, what? <laughs> like outside of the track, and you're saying, oh, I tried to write a lyric, and uh, maybe I fucked up in writing it. Like I can give you that artistry benefit of a doubt, but when I'm listening to a track and I hear. I'm misunderstood, you know, like the Nazis were. Like, that just immediately sounds like, oh, this is a guy who maybe sympathizes with Nazis? I need to stop this track, you know? <laughs> and was it just me, or was this also another one of those albums that, like, you know, directly references, you know, the Dude Bro movies, you know? I, I felt like there was a lot of Matrix references, you know, we wanted two fight clubs. Yeah, Root of All Evil, they mentioned, yeah, I, I feel like Neo from the Matrix. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I, right below the lyric, I just saw my note, I, I, and I put, okay, I think they mentioned Matrix like five times by now. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yes, they had. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think that might have actually, again, because I haven't listened to it in a week, that might have been the one of the things in my head where I was like, man, y'all are bringing this shit up a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I got it. Like, dude, I was one of those kids in high school who watched The Matrix with my friends because, yeah, you know, from our childhood, it's like, oh, man, this movie blew, blew our minds. But, come on, we're adults now, man. Like, <laughs> there's you know, other movies. It was movies. really embarrassing. <laughs> I, I saw, a, it, was like a, it was like a meme on Twitter a few weeks ago, and it was like a stack of DVDs, and it was like, what are you watching first? And it was like, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs... Um, Scarface, Fight Club, um, Clockwork Orange, Inglor Inglorious Bastards, um, Boondock Saints, and I'm just like, oh man, fucking, did you get this fucking stack from 19-year-old me? Like, what the right? fuck I'm like, I'm shit? like, okay, there's one or two good Stanley Kubrick's in there, but what, what, how is this the, how are these the movies that you're thinking about? What was that one movie you said? Fucking Scarface. Nobody's fucking, uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's think about the, uh, let's have a, you know, um, um, let's sit back and think about Scarface as adults, you know, and think about the deeper implications. No, there's the, you know, Scarface wasn't that fucking deep. It's a fucking Brian De Palma movie, for God's sake. But anyways, back to this album. Um, what did you end up getting? Um, and here's the thing. I I ended up giving it a four, right? Cause, and, and that feels weird because, like, I feel like we mostly weren't saying great things about it. But it's just like, again, back to what we said at the beginning. It's like, they're confident guys. It's just, it just doesn't pull you in. And then every now and then you get a line like the, I'm misunderstood like the Nazis are, which just makes you go, <laughs> I was talking to Dylan about Aesop Rock, and he was like, man, I just can't get into Aesop Rock. And and I said to him, I was like, I get that. Like, I can totally see how oh, someone sure, yeah. could li and be like... It's very dense. The same for me. The way I would put it is why I'm such a fan of Aesop Rock, and I'm not a fan of this. There's not a lot of charm to it. Not a lot for me to really gravitate to outside of just like, yeah, they're really great writers and they've got really good flows. You know what it is? If we're going to put it in a certain lane, like this works as, you know, weed music. This works great as like, yeah, we're rolling up. We're going to have a good fucking time. We're not thinking about shit. Throw this shit on. This is perfect background music for that. And the fact that they are competent artists, like on top of that is cool, but there's nothing to like come back to and explicitly dig into i feel and there is that level of like you know trying grandiosity that is to it that i feel 
is slightly more earned than I hear in a lot of other guys that attempt it, but still not exactly to the level where it, you know, like I said, pops for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the type of guy who was a fan of Old Dirty Bastard, you know? Like, even, even though those were all, like, great lyrical tracks, there was still something about each track where it was just like, but you want to listen to this one because it doesn't sound like that one. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, there's that bit of the breaking of the monotony from track to track that I kind of want to get out of it that despite them being skilled, feels like is is lacking to me uh, at, at, for them as a cohesive group. You know what I'm saying? Like making a project. You know, Like you said, it does feel very much more mixtape-y and, oh, we're just doing verses to prove ourselves instead of like coming together to make something, you know, gr greater than the sum of its parts, you know? For the record, I got, it was somewhere between a three and a half and a four. It was probably like a 3.7 or something like that. I'm I'm gonna actually just put that as a 3.5 because I think my enjoyment level is pretty valuable in my assessment and the fact that I had zero desire to go back and listen to it a second time does kind of say a lot against it unfortunately so I'm gonna bump it back down. Our next album is the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack requested collectively by the Rap Critic Discord. And uh, as mentioned earlier, if you want to hit up either our individual Patreons, individual Kofis, or our uh, joint Kofi at uh, ko-fi.com slash going off, uh, you can uh, request an album to be reviewed on the show. And if you are in the Discord, you can chat up some other people, maybe pull, uh, pull some money together. Uh, if you have some joint interests... Uh, an album that you would like to hear us talk about, but you don't have all the money, you can split it, go halvesies or whatever, and request an album as a group. The Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. I remember being very interested in this album when it first came out, and I listened to it, uh, not all of it a good bit, but there were a couple tracks I listened to, you know, more than others, uh, back when it had originally dropped, and I remember being... Kind of surprised, I guess, because they managed to get a lot of rappers, some more than others, that are um, not the most kid-friendly. And they were able to get pretty decent verses out of these people for songs for kids, essentially. Yeah, I think there was like one curse word that you could have missed. and I, I must have missed it. I don't think I caught it. And I, what's interesting to me is that, like, when I was listening to the album, like, all this sort of, like, up-and-comers, they actually had, like, the, the most interesting tracks where it's just like, oh, wow, you know, even if it's not my favorite track, they're still doing something, they're still doing a little something here. And then the people that had the wackest tracks were the mainstay artists, like Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne. It was just like, ugh, you know what tracks I'm talking about? Where no, it was just absolutely. like Lil Wayne was just fucking around, like, look at the watch, and it's about that time, it's dark times, and I'm looking up in the time, and... See, that, that's the thing. Some rappers were able to do the, I'm not gonna rap about my usual stuff, I'm gonna kinda try to rap about the topic at hand, or yeah. at least do a PG rap, and it actually translated pretty well. Uh, yeah, not everyone's so good <laughs> at that, but I would go, go ahead and say... The songs that got the lowest ratings for me, uh, starting off with the one that got the absolute lowest rating, uh, that would be your Drake wannabe the most on Memories. 
Ironically, for a song called Memories, it, it was not very memorable. <laughs> and the thing is, like, he sounds so apathetic, like, for the first half of the hood. So it's just like, okay, what do you want from me? <laughs> so fucking boring. And I get that. And it's weird because it is a soundtrack, right? And you kind of got to think about, oh, what what role did the song have in the movie? Right. Maybe it was more fitting in the context of the movie. Yeah, but, something sad happened. He, maybe he lost somebody and this, yeah, you know, down-tempo songs got to play. It works then. Know? But yeah, in the context of the album, Jesus, God, no. That's <laughs> by far the wackest, not here for it at all. Um, stepping on a little bit of eggshells here. Oh, yeah. Um, second lowest rated cut. Let me would guess. be hide, hide by Juice World <laughs> and Season. Very dumb. This is like, oh, oh no, don't make me have to do this. <laughs> I'm not gonna blame Juice World specifically because I think he sounds fine on here. And I think Season yeah, sounds fine. enough. But the material is so bland. Just I nothing. couldn't care. I couldn't even remotely care about what they were saying or and, and what then, was going on and they had the auto tune on it which just got obnoxious on this one and again it's like you know it's playing for this sensitivity but then it like betrays itself by still trying to like brag like you know girls like you are hard to find i hope you don't mind if i give you the time of your life like <laughs> Come on. This fucking Aladdin-ass wannabe. <laughs> I will show you the... All right. You know? And so it's like, um... Oh, I wanted to ask you, though. Have you seen the movie uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Um, what do you think? I, I'm, you haven't seen it, have you? No. You hey, son sad of a bitch. No. <laughs> you fat, one-eyed, badly dressed, and and not to mention no awesome animated movie of 2018 scene. <laughs> not a <laughs> single one. See, that's the thing. It's not like I saw other ones and didn't see this one. I missed all of them. It doesn't count if you haven't seen this one. God damn it. <laughs> You gotta complete the collection. But no, I, I saw it. it was like it really threw me off with how good it was. Uh, it, it was one of those things where it was just like I, I remember having that moment of like, okay, you know, I've been kind of disappointed with the Spider-Man movies, and you know, my favorite one is the Sam Raimi one because you know that's just oh the yeah, guy, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, it has its own set of competency to it. You know what I'm saying? As a storytelling sort of you know great thing. And then I remember watching this, and I had that moment of just like. Oh, no, okay, this is the cooler one. Yeah, this can be the new one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're just like, no, yeah, no. Because, <laughs> like, I, I had that feel. I remember the amazing Spider-Man. What was that one? Oh, we did yeah. it for, like, two movies with the Electro, and it was already yeah. going down here. I just remember having just, like, this feeling of, like, some don't feel right here. Where, like, in the very first season with Spider-Man, he's, like, torturing the, the fucking criminals. And it's just like, oh, God. okay, I, I understand that. Like, it's... Uh, not like torturing like the fucking Batman way, but in the sense of like, <laughs> like he had stopped the robbery from happening, but he was still like, like he had him in the car and instead of like just getting the stuff from him, he was like holding him back and then shut his mouth with the thing and then was like doing a whole bunch of other stuff where it was just like, this feels like slightly too much. You know what I mean? Like, like it felt like one of those like, oh, we're doing this because we have the cool effects to do it. And instead of like, what would Peter Parker act like this? You know, it was one of those things, you know? Well, hey, I haven't seen that one either. I got a couple more low-rated tracks that I got to shout out um, uh -huh. before we get to the good ones. Let Go by Bo Young Prince. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Also a pretty sizable skip. 
Um, it's not much of a song either. Yeah, that song is purely there to, like, this song is played when, when he's slinging the webs. Like, you could so tell, you know what I mean? And, like, I do appreciate, like, like, like lyrics here. Swinging off the web of life, gliding through the breeze, breeze. My uncle told me that it never would be easy. Now I'm looking to the sky, hoping that he rest in peace. Vials in the streets. I want to calm the beast. And it's like, all right, now we got some direct lyrics. You know, a lot yeah, of these I'm songs getting, are kind yeah. of not exactly referencing specifically what's going on. I like that some of the artists did take the time to make it more direct and about the movie. And uh, we can't let your boy get off so easy. Motherfucking sunflower. Goddamn Post Malone and Swally. Um... Motherfucking Post Malone, though. I liked him Dude. on this track. I thought it was a breath of fresh air compared to right? fucking Swali. Here's the thing. Yeah, like, uh, and I remember having that moment of like, well, Swali is at least like the more hip-hop, like, you know, direct guy, right? But Post Malone is is, is going over the pop thing. But like, Swali at least has a, has a bigger foothold in there. But then when I listened to this track, I was just like, but Post Malone's, like, actually talking about something and, like, you know, harmonizing and shit where it's just, like... I like his sound way better. I, yeah, like, I know sweet. we've talked about Swally a few times on the show now. He has... I have not warmed up to him at all. Uh, everything on point, like, on guard? I, I forget that fucking track with Nicki Minaj. Uh, <laughs> dude, fucking new, new crown, new champion. The ride me like a cruise. Oh, uh, ride me uh, like a cruise? And this like, is a kid's movie, Swally, for one. And that yeah. sucks. That's that's really bad. That's a terrible line. And isn't the song supposed to be about, like, oh, you know, I'm emotionally, you know, going through this thing because I love you. And I, but, like, it's just barely able to be coherent with what the fuck he's talking about. Like, oh, looking at sideways party on tip. Someone took it out. I don't know how that feels because I'm the coolest guy ever. But anyways, let me be I wish I could relate, vulnerable. man. Like, yeah, it's like, who is listening to this and going, yeah, you know? like, <laughs> No. Like, and there's like, a way to portray coolness and smoothness, but, like, you have to have some sort of finesse. You have to do the LL Cool J way, you know, where you make it work with the song. But not in this idea where it's just like, I'm in no way a loser, but anyway, let me be vulnerable, baby. Like, no, I'm not buying it. And of all the cuts, this is the one that fucking got the big heavy rotation radio oh, yeah, play. And that's oh, all because, because of Post Malone. Beat, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not giving Swally any fucking credit. This is because Post Malone at the time, even now to a lesser extent though, was a really hot commodity. And the fact that, ooh, they got Post Malone and it's the second fucking track no. on the album after the big attention getter of uh, What's Up Danger. Um, yeah. but, but before we get to that, because I feel like I gotta work my way up. I want to talk about the mediocre mm. cuts. Okay. Way up, Jaden. It was one of those things where it's like, oh, hey, look, they got Jaden. Oh, of course they got him. You know, he's the he's the you know kids rapper of today. You know, he's the the backpacking guy who's actually doing very well for himself. But you know, he he likes to put off the idea of like, but I'm the struggling young rapper trying to make my way in the game, trying to get the respect. You know, like yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I see why you get him. But then like. As you keep listening to the album, to the other tracks, you're just like, well, now that just felt like a throwaway because, you know, like, I just wasn't expecting so many of these songs to be so, to, to so much better encapsulate this feeling of, you know, swinging through and saving the day, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, this one just ended up feeling like a, it was okay, you know, when I didn't know what I was going to expect. But then when I got the rest of the album, it was like, 
well, now I don't want to go back to that dragon, you know? And also, because it is a fucking superhero movie, a lot of these tracks, musically, are epic and in-your-fucking-face and loud. And Jaden's fucking underwhelming ass, unassuming <laughs> vocals, right. they don't mix. He just sounds really weak and timid uh, compared to the instrumental. Um, yeah, fucking familiar. What is this doing here? It was one of those things, like, I wanted to appreciate it for the sense of, like, oh, hey, you know, again, you know, the Afro-cute, you know what I'm saying? They wanted to throw out Absolutely. to the Latina. Yeah, yeah. But If it wasn't for Nikki, I think I think if they got Cardi on you this are cut, dead man, Marie, with the... <laughs> I liked uh, Anuel, uh, AA, Bantu. I liked both of them. I thought they were fine. Nicki Minaj is just ponderous here. Exactly, yeah, it just felt like such a, oh, we got her, so we just gotta let her do whatever What the she fuck wants, is she doing you know? in this track, you know, yeah. like, of all of them, like, put her on a different one, she doesn't mix here, she doesn't fit. But yeah, I love that fucking, uh, yeah, the moment when he says that, familia primero, <laughs> like, that shit hit. <laughs> but yeah. We gotta talk about my boy, who is only on a mediocre cut because of everybody else on it, in my opinion. Ski Mask, the mm. slump god. Yeah, that's who it was. That's right. Featuring <laughs> Jacquees, Koi, LeRae, and Luga Cash. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, uh <laughs> I hate it because there's so many people on this track that you get, like, a sliver of Ski Mask. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> give me more Ski Mask and I'm good. But uh, <laughs> I had to write down that Lou Cash got the fucking Flintstones Fruity Pebbles rap. <laughs> Look, I pull up and I save the day. I gotta do that in a major way. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to give too much away, but Elevate is my... Let me check. <laughs> Highest rated cut. <laughs> oh, it's it's high rated, but ooh, I gotta give my favorite. What, what are we? Are, do, oh. are we still talking about the lowest rated tracks? Uh, well, we could talk about "Scared of the Dark" by Lil Wayne, Ty Dolla Sign, and Triple X. Oh we're talking about the God. mediocre cuts. Uh, it, like, <laughs> it doesn't even do anything. Triple X doesn't even fucking do anything. He just like comes in for like like a bar and a half. It's like, what was even the point of this? <laughs> I gotta say, his fucking singing was awful. Yeah, didn't didn't necessarily oofful. need it. Awful. No. No, no, no. And this is the second time. Because Wayne had Triple uh, X on that album we reviewed. Yeah, last, yeah. Album whatever. And it was just, again, like, yeah, this is I don't exactly need to hear this guy sing. <laughs> and the, the, the Wayne and XXXTentacion is not a winning combination. <laughs> And Wayne's just all the time, man, they got to hear them pipes. You got to sing for the people. People loved it. No. Why? What, Absolutely what, not. What was even Lil Wayne saying? He's like, I ain't never scared. I ain't horrified. I just looked down at my Rolex. It said it's the darkest time. What? I... <laughs> that's, that's absolutely a Lil Wayne line, though. If you didn't tell me that was him and you didn't even say it with like a cadence or an, an impression, that is a Lil Wayne line 100%. No, you know what's even more of a Lil Wayne? The, uh, uh, what's even more of a Lil Wayne line? The fucking next one. I ain't terrified. I ain't petrified. You know I see dead people. I just tell them, get a life. Oh. oh. <laughs> At like that, that point, I had to tell myself, it's for kids. It's for kids. <laughs> All right. We're not going to get Wayne at his fucking best. I get it. 
But what fucking got a laugh out of me was on, again, this album, Four Kids. Let's just go ahead and say that. It's an album for kids. It's a kid's movie. You got the fucking lighter sound effect? Oh, right. Yeah, the beginning. <laughs> I, I remember having that movie when I heard that. I was like, oh, what you, what you lighting up there, Wayne? <laughs> I gotta get high for my verse on the Spider-Man soundtrack, Wayne! <laughs> Come on! But outside that, let's see. Were, were there any other mediocre cuts? I think from here, it's actually just um, upwards and onwards. Fucking uh, What's Up Danger? Black Away and Black Caviar? Oh, yes, yes. Another good one. Very catchy. Love the beat on that one. I love the uh, the chorus. I do gotta say, the don't be a stranger, kind of a weak rhyme. Um, <laughs> but you get what he's going for. I get see, it. There, there yeah. is that element of, like, this album overall, just like with the, the, the Birds of Prey album from last year, it's like, this these aren't exactly the best from these artists, you know? Like, yeah, these are the I cuts thought that, that they had. Yeah, these are the cuts that they had to give. You know, like, here's some extra studio shit we was working on. Fine, we'll throw in some shit about Spider-Man. Okay, okay. You know? So, like, yeah, there is that level of, like, of course you're not necessarily getting their best. But there was that. I did like the attempt that, that you know, some of these guys actually really did uh, put on here on some of these tracks. Um, like I said, well, I just gotta throw it, man. I just gotta ask you the question, bro. Who in here wanna start a riot? Oh! <laughs> Yo. Holy so- Shit. Fucking intense. I oh love that. Oh my god. I was holding Woo! on to this this whole time. <laughs> Dude, and here's the thing. All that fucking Takashi hype boy shit, right, that we always, you know, like it's not that being a hype boy shit can't be good. It's just actually be saying something, man. When when I heard these fucking lyrics, this motherfucker was, it was, and it wasn't even that deep, but he was still saying some shit. When he had that one line, I don't need no super suit, I'm feeling brave. I fucking stood up. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, goddammit. Cause I was like, all right, you know, I expect Doug Word to be good. And then this the the hype dude came in and I was like, oh, but I'm feeling this shit too. Wait a minute, this is some onyx shit, okay. I gotta say though, Shabuzi made me laugh. The, the, every time, and I think about this, he sounds so fucking silly when he says, let's rock and roll. So hang up, I can see the flow. Down it go, it's a plane, it's a UFO. <laughs> the way he says UFO. Fucking, it's like, all right. Like, but, you, but the thing is, you can tell they're really giving it. Like, yeah. they're not, like, no one's calling it in. No one's phoning it in. At least on this cut. Wayne might be phoning it in. Absolutely. <laughs> he is, uh, this is beneath him. But, yeah, fucking Duckworth. Some of the people that might have a little they, bit they more. They came to one. play. Yeah, they, they got a little bit of something to prove. Also, like, let's be honest. This is probably the biggest platform Duckworth has ever had yeah (laughs) but then you got some other folks who you know might be able to rest on their laurels a little bit do i not even have it in here did i not take notes oh there it is fucking amine um yeah i thought it was all right it was cool see that exact cadence that you gave it it was all right (laughs) the rap verse i thought like yep this is a typical amine verse i think it has a natural fit it didn't feel forced but, like, the singing before that... Just the rhyme scheme of, I gotta stop feeling invisible and start feeling invincible. It's just such an easy rhyme, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you said, 
not his strongest cut. Not bringing yeah. the A material for the soundtrack when the visuals and the action are going to be getting most of your attention. Right. Anyway, but fucking Elevate. That's that's mm. the goddamn... That's the fucking gold medal right there. And this is not this does not sound like a DJ Khaled song to me. No, DJ Khalil. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh you thought you were. You're like, oh my god. I wrote down Whoa. DJ Khaled. Uh, you, you were thinking. You fucking thought <laughs> DJ Khaled made a song and didn't say his name on it. You were about <laughs> to give him credit. You were like, wow, the man has gotten has grown humble. <laughs> Letting the Holy music shit. speak for itself. No, it is DJ <laughs> Khalil. <laughs> oh, shit. That's true. Yeah. I fucking forgot who we were dealing with. <laughs> I completely forgot. Oh, um, yeah. Fucking Denzel Curry, Miami Corday. Everybody yes. brings it. Incredible. Trevor Rich, Suave. Mm. Oh my god. Fucking YB and Corday at the end when the mute, like I said, when the drums cut out and you just hear the epic strings underneath and he's like, Oof. I jump off this building to save these civilians. Oh. My strength and my honor is trusted by children. Like, there's, there was something so cool to that aspect. Chills. Yeah, right? Like, the, you know, like, the, the grown-ups don't understand, but the kids get it, you know? And, and that's what oh, this yeah. is for, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then home is okay. Yeah, home was cool. It was, it was a, it was a, you know, rounding out. It, it was the credits track. You know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, it was in with, the trailer. Yeah, with Vince Staples. You know, they had to close it out, uh, and they, you could tell they amped up the really epic music, uh, especially near oh. the end. You know? <laughs> they really saved it. Yeah, <laughs> you got the, the instrumental that picks up, gets super epic, and it has fucking guitar in it. Like it's got strings. And you're like, yeah, okay, like or like orchestral strings, and then the guitar joins in, and then like it just took it to a whole fucking other level, and it just ends on such on like one of the strongest notes. Like, yeah. yep, I am one, I am very satisfied. You it, did not peter out absolutely. Right? You ended on a very high note. For sure. It, it felt like a um who was that guy that produces for Childish Gambino? L Lucas Bessard something. He has a really weird Swedish looking name. Like, oh. It sounded like that shit where it's just like, oh shit, we just elevated it with some orchestral shit. Alright, you know, yeah, we're riding out. Yeah, so they made sure not to end on a weak note, unlike that Harley Quinn uh, Birds of Prey soundtrack, which Look. ended with the fucking, let's do the serious version of a song that shouldn't be taken that seriously. <laughs> I was gonna say it before when you mentioned Birds of Prey. I hate it. I can't listen to when fucking Hit Me With Your Best Shot comes on the radio. I fucking think about, God, Real you. tough cookie. <laughs> Stop it! You Absolutely unnecessary. Should have put me in my place. Like, uh, oh, that's not something you sing with depth and feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so whack. Um, I hate to say it for the high points, but man, a lot of low points. I ended yeah. up with an average of a three. Uh, let me see what I got. I got a three and a half, you know. Mm. Like I said, okay. I, I think that there's enough in here where the, the good outweighs the bad enough. But mm -hmm. yeah, n not enough for it to be a don't pause anything listen. But definitely, oh. <laughs> I could see you listening through this and getting your favorites out of it, you know? Yeah, that's basically, I mean... It, it's what you get when it's a various artist's experience. When, when I first pulled it up of on course, Spotify, yeah. it was like, 
I know I'm going to be skipping around. I'm not going to love every of these songs uh, equally. That's impossible. So w- when I was like, yeah, okay, uh, when I started with, with uh, What's Up Danger, and then I fucking saw Swally and Post Malone, I was like, I think I'm going to skip that one. Maybe come back to it a little later. Mm. Little did I know the song would be like, inescapable in like a <laughs> month's time. Uh, but yeah, you you you, uh, you get your favorites out of there. I remember adding uh, Amine, fucking Duckworth, uh, Ski Mask, and uh, absolutely the, the Denzel Curry cut to a, to a couple playlists. Uh, there were definitely some standouts, songs that stood out on their own. And I, I think that's the mark of like a really strong track written for a movie, especially where you don't really need to even know the movie or have the context of it being from a movie. It's like, no, like, this could be its own standalone thing. It's really strong. It doesn't feel like the obligation of, yeah, we wrote a song for a soundtrack for a paycheck. It's like, nah, y'all fucking went in and you didn't hold back. But that about wraps it up for our triumphant, I'll go ahead and say it, return to going off. And uh, we got two requests this week, and I mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again. If there is an album that you would like to hear us talk about, there's a few ways to do it. Possibly the easiest way is going to our uh, Kofi, that is ko-fi.com slash goingoff, that's G-O-I-N-O-F-F. Uh, we've also got all the other links in the description. Our uh, Twitters, our Patreons, our Kofis, our uh, individual YouTube channels that you can uh, subscribe to. See all our uh, content outside of the podcast. E-boy uh, Muse is holding it down, you know what I'm saying, with the, with the riff comms, what have you, you know what I'm saying, and I'm holding it down with the with the Twitches. Wait, you, no, you also uh, stream Twitch as well, don't you? Ah, uh, I do want to feel like it. <laughs> oh, okay, well, <laughs> well, no, I, I, I primarily stream on YouTube because I feel like people are more willing to just stay on YouTube than go to Twitch. Yeah, I got you. You know, it's the I'm not going to go to blip when I can just watch a video on YouTube. It's that mentality. It fucking lives on in 2021. But yeah, you can catch me on Twitch. I'm doing more streams on there. You know, Uh, I'm doing them uh, with a lot more frequency and folks are coming through. I actually did the MF Doom stream and that got a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people came through, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, showing love for the for, for your boy." Uh, I did a I did a stream to fucking you know, because uh, I'm such a huge ass MF Doom nerd. So like, I had a whole I had like a two and a half hour list of like songs. I was like, "Hey, man, let's go through the shit, man. Let's honor the man's memory." <laughs> you know, let me let me try to make fans of y'all. You know what I mean? Let that that's the point of shit like that, right? You know, it's like. That's what I kind of consider when I make like lists like that. Like, what what songs could I pick of this artist that I think that if you listen to, you will have no choice but want to, but want to listen for more. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to go for. Uh, but yeah, definitely, you know, join on those streams. Oh yeah, also I have to review a new uh, podcast movie uh, review thing that I do. So get with that. Act like you want it. Uh, <laughs> get with it. Act like you want it. <laughs> I think that was the strongest fuck show, and uh, I think we're back. Until next time, I, I, I'd like to say next week, but you, you never can tell. Uh, for going off, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And you be left in the dust. And like a stunt my up. Give a sun blow up. <laughs> I be like a cruise. <laughs>